to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings, what we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Thor's Hammer. I'm your host, Viking Bob, alongside Papa Scott. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing a lot better than I was last week and the week before. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I mean, our season's over. Q-taps, you know, whatever. This team is just... didn't do it. Uh... We are without Drew Fansky tonight, as he is still in uh, his home state, doing family things. That's not taps for Drew, that's taps for the Vikings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, too bad Drew can't be uh, be with us. Uh, that, guy's, uh, that guy's pretty good with the predictions. Yeah, he is. And I predicted this week he wouldn't be here. <laughs> no, he, he has some family obligations, and uh, he did tell us in advance that he couldn't be here, so kudos to him. Yeah, that's, you know, not everybody can uh, travel to a, a remote uh, location in the mountains somewhere in the United States. Uh, but, you know, that's all right. We're here. Well, I, I think he was afraid to come when we told him was at the Golden Spider. Yeah, yeah, everybody's afraid of the Golden Spider. I don't know why. I mean, it is a little different, but, but uh, you know. I don't know what it is. I just opened up the golden spike of their food. Yes. That would not not be good. So, in case we are, what do you say we throw a few back? A couple of shots, get a couple of rounds of real good, strong drinks, and uh, we'll break down this Vikings past season. Yeah, let's do it. The misery. Let's uh, rehash the misery. All right. Waitress, a couple of rounds. Each and what do you want a shot of? Two, uh, right, two rounds each, yeah, and two shots of Maker's what? Mark. And Maker's Mark for him, I'll do Jack. Ooh. Two shots each of each, <laughs> and two drinks each. We're not going nowhere. We're not driving. Here's our keys. Go away. Yes. <laughs> and then when we're almost done, bring another two rounds. Yeah. We're really gonna get plastered this show because <laughs> we have to to help us forget about the this past season. Yeah, I hope we can finish it. <laughs> if we can't throw out it, eh? <laughs> no, uh, well, we all checked in to watch the game, Vikings versus the Bears. We win, we're in, and then we would have gone to Chicago to play them in the wildcard game. Yeah. Well, the Bears came to Minnesota to play football. Vikings didn't. They really didn't. And it, you really, it's a head scratcher on, on why why they didn't I mean everybody thought we'd win the game right I mean I don't even think there was even a back in, in the back of your mind oh we're gonna have to really fight to win this game it, it just didn't make sense I mean the, the Bears didn't necessarily they might have something to play for but might not you know? and once again this team shows up and it's it's like they're not prepared to play it's like they're just a given oh we're gonna be around next week we're in the playoffs uh, you know they'll be next week 
there's no sense of urgency on that team. I don't know what what the deal is. No, I, I don't. I don't get it. I can't understand it. If I could, I'd probably be be a billionaire. The only game I seen it come out with actual urgency was a Dolphins game. First three drives produced touchdowns. Rest of this year, I think pretty much every opening drive produced nothing. From there, we've always played to the other team's strengths. We played to their level. I mean, you go back to early in the season against the Bills. I mean, are, are you kidding me? The Bills yeah. crushed us in Minnesota. That game came back to haunt us. Yep. I mean, if you had to explain the season to somebody 20 years in the future, how, how, how do you do it? With a bunch of superstars on paper, very talented team that went to the NFC Championship game last year, was projected to win the division and possibly go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Or at least to make the championship game and they don't even make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I can't explain it. I, I really can't. To me, it goes down to coaching. Uh, my friend throws Zimmer under the bus here, but it does fall on him. Sperano passing away before the season started didn't help. Um, Filippo and all his, you know, non-great play calling, for better words, uh, didn't help the team either. And then firing him and promoting Stefanski, who his first game was against the Dolphins, and he looked great. Mm-hmm. The next two games... He looked just like DeFlippo. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just doesn't make sense. And you can't put your finger on one thing and say, yep, Tony Sperano, uh, him dying, that was the reason why uh, I never could recover, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there, you have plenty of time, yeah, plenty of time to recover from that. Um, and maybe you just never could recover from it. But it just it's just one thing, you just can't, you just can't put a finger on it, the reason why. You know, it's not like we, it was a shocker we lost uh, in the last play of the season like we have before. Uh, just when you think there's no other way that the Vikings can uh, disappoint you, <laughs> here we are once again. I mean, this is, it, it has. It's been a weird, weird season. They'd lose a game, but they're, they're still in the playoffs. They'd lose, you know, win a game, lose a game, win a game. I mean, it, it was always just right there. I mean, just kind of a, a, a sitting on the fence type of season. And, they fell off on the end of the end of the game, end of the end of the season. They just fell off. Agreed. I mean, during the year, every week that we would lose, everybody else chasing us would lose. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you go into the final week. How were we? Uh, eight, seven, seven, or eight, six, and one. Mm-hmm. That's not a playoff team. But all they had to do was win one more game. Yeah. Well, the Eagles lose, and they win the playoffs. I mean, that's not. We don't belong in the playoffs this year. I'm almost glad we didn't make it because we would have gone to Chicago the following week and got destroyed. Philly had a good game plan against them, and Philly beat the Bears. Yeah, we would not have. Yeah, well, it, it, certainly, it looks like looks like that's the case. I think watching that game, I really wish the Vikings would have been in there because I I think they would have came out and beat them. But you know, that's just being the homer maybe uh, in me, but. It seems like, you know, you, you hear about Sheldon Richardson early in the season. Zimmer talked about him in, in preseason, and uh, he was like, God, I don't know if the guy was worth, you know, picking up. And then when the regular season started, Sheldon Richardson showed up. And maybe that's kind of what the team was. Uh, maybe you, they were just waiting to be in the playoffs, and once they got to the playoffs, they were going to wake up. But 
obviously you got to get there first. You know, get that settled first, and then then show up at the playoffs. Very true. I mean, but if they were going to wake up in the playoffs, they should have realized that Week 17 was actually a playoff game. Well, yeah. It didn't show up. Yeah, you'd think. Um, you know, but touching on Sheldon Richardson, first half of the season, he was a man beast. He he was incredible in the middle. The second half of the season, I don't know if it was him, Linval Joseph, or the combination of both of them, they were very, very, very soft against the run up the middle this year, second half of the season. Yeah. Yeah, defense, uh, they, they looked like they were improving each week towards the end of the season, and then, you know, they just – once again, don't show up. So we got huge problems, I guess. How do you fix it? Are you going to say something else? No, no, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here, drowning my sorrows. I mean, we, we couldn't get together last week because it was a holiday and the weather and all that good stuff. By the way, everybody, happy New Year! Yeah, so it should. Um, but here, you know, here we are. We, we finally, well, two of us got together. The third guy still couldn't make it. Um. No, we're scratching our head trying to think what's next for this team. You know, there were a bunch of names out there for new offensive coordinators, and Stefanski, from what I heard, didn't even want to be here anymore. He wanted the job in Cleveland, either a head coach or the OC, and he wasn't offered either one of them, so he came back to Minnesota, mostly because there's no other jobs out there for him. So that that's not really... You know, building confidence in, in my mind for next season. But you know, Stefanski, if if I was him, you have to go out there and, and do the best you can because he's looking for a, a, a career move up the following year, whether it be a, a head coach somewhere else, or maybe here in Minnesota. Both Spielman and Zimmer on the final years of the contract. If they don't win next season. Who knows what happens? Yeah. We are certainly sitting on a, on a precarious spot. And you, you hate to think that, but it certainly looks like it. You know, this might be just a foreshadow of, uh, of what's to come. So. Yeah, I mean, they asked, look, inquired about the direct coda. You stayed in Atlanta. Um, surely they reached out to a few other people, like, including like Hugh Jackson. Thank God they didn't come here. <laughs> My opinion. Uh, yeah, I have Mike Malak, on that. Malaki, another guy, and that not here. If I was no C, I would not want to come to Minnesota next year. And here's why: I just said Spielman and Zimmer are last year the contract. So basically, you're a lame duck out there. You can be one and done. Yeah. Well, and Zimmer got reasons. rid of uh, offensive coordinators in the middle of the season. Well, supposedly got rid of. I mean, Obviously, five. yeah. So five. Here we all thought we had it all figured out. Vikings get their guy, they get their their head coach. You know, this is it. You know, we're going to start building an awesome team. We're going to be winning the playoffs. We're going to go finally get the Super Bowl, get the Super Bowl trophy. And uh, God, it's all tipped upside down right now. It, it is. You know, good point. I mean, I agree with you. We all thought when when Simmons came here and. The first season, he showed uh, improvement. And second year, more improvement. And here we are. And, and Teddy got injured. But you know, we'll, we won't pass that one. So we took a step back because we had to acquire another 
quarterback, who was, in my opinion, way more talented Teddy anyway. But we lost uh, Peterson game two against Green Bay. It was actually Bradford's first game. So we had no running game that entire season. A couple of guys in the O-line got injured. The O-line was horrible. So wait till next year. Wait till next year. Wait till next year. Last year, we got 13-3 and with Case Keenum. And I'm sorry, but Case, great year. Yeah. I, I, I would thank him forever for that, but he was not the long-term answer. Uh, he went undrafted for a reason. You know, I mean, he went to Denver this year and he didn't show much because people have enough game film on him. Now, here we are this year with, with Kirk Cousins. People can say what they want about him. Uh, he's not a winner. Yep. Well, you win as a team, you lose as a team. That's the old saying, right? Yeah. You know, the, well, the, you the thing with, with me and, Ke- and Keenum, you know, it all makes sense, okay? Cousins, by far, is a better quarterback than, than Case Keenum. But you've got, you've got a team around you, and you just touched on that. You've got a team around you that, that sees that, sees Case Keenum, and they're going to step it up a little bit to play better around him because they know they've got to support him. And then you throw a bunch of money at, at Kirk Cousins. You bring in a better quarterback. This is the guy. This is the guy that's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. And people take a little bit, step back, and look towards him to be the guy that's going to win it for you. And uh, that's the difference for me. I mean, it's not, hey, Case Keenum is a better quarterback than Cousins. It's, it's not. It's not true. But he just had something that, that caused the other guys around him to play a little bit better. In my opinion, you know, that's, that's, and that's the key to it right there. Then he goes to Denver, he gets a paid bunch of money, and he's looked at as the guy that is going to come in and be the winner for that team. And it didn't work out in Denver, you know, and you got that here in Minnesota. Here's, here's the $84 million man, and he's standing back there, and he's the one that's going to that's gonna win it for us. And uh, you can't sit back and watch that when you're a player on the Vikings. Very good points. I mean, I'll go back to what the first thing you said about if Keenum was still here, the other players stepped up more for him, which is probably true. Um, but to touch your second point, we brought in Cousins because he thought we thought he was going to be the guy. Well, Denver brought in Keenum because they thought he was going to be the guy. Yeah. I, I think Keenum got paid $22 million a year and Cousins was 28 Yeah, there's not a whole lot of money difference. Six million dollars isn't going to help this team right now. I mean, people say, "Well, six million dollars would have got a good offensive lineman." Well, a good offensive lineman is not a free agent. That's six million dollars a year. That's one thing. Uh, two, you can't predict injuries. Easton's injury kind of hurt us. You know, Elf Line wasn't 100 percent beginning of the season. But we still got a draft better for O-line. And Sperano's death didn't help either. But you go back to Keenum. Sorry if I'm bouncing around here, but you take Keenum, and he went to Denver to be the guy, and that didn't work out. Cousins came to Minnesota to be the guy. That also didn't work out this year. Who knows what happens next year? They both get one more year under, the, under their belt with their new team. Um... I mean, I'll give Cousins credit for one thing. I believe he was the first guy in NFL history to throw was it 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions or less, 4,000 4, yards. yards. Yeah. 
and complete over 70% of his passes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of that might be a garbage time at the end of a game or whatever it is, but that's every quarterback. Yeah, you know? but he's, he's also then, but the big knock is the over five against, against uh, better teams. You know, in his in his record again in those big games against good teams. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it doesn't balance out, or maybe it does balance out into nothing. Well, Eight I'll stay in the NFC North. Uh, what's Stafford? He's making what same as money, twenty seven million, I think it is. So he's making a million dollars less than Cousins. And what's he done? Well, I, I know, but it's 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 not an, really a matter. It's not my money. It's not your money. Uh, it's just a matter of can the guy. When it, but the bottom line is wins and losses. Okay, again, what's Stafford done? Absolutely nothing. What's what's Nick what's Foles done? <laughs> nothing <Okay>. but win. <laughs> True. You know. So let's go to to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers. He's making more yeah. than Cousins and. Past couple of years, what's his record against teams with winning records? I, I don't know. It's, it's not good. I mean, he, he goes in behind in the fourth quarter, he, he loses. Um, he's not the same Aaron Rodgers he was a few years ago. Why? The guy's making $30, $32 million a year. He's, he's pulling up 25% of the other team's salary. That, no one likes him. I, I don't think Packers players like him. Well, I guess but, it just goes to show you don't you don't throw that much money in the quarterback spot without fixing other things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless you, I mean, best quarterback in football is Tom Brady. I, I, I'm not really sure what his salary is. I know he keeps taking pay cuts because he wants better players around him. Yeah. Well, I, I would too. So, I mean, there's there's got to be a point where enough money is enough money. Same here. He's also married to Giselle Bunchen, who makes three times as much money as he does. So yeah. it's really not, it doesn't really matter no more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ho- hopefully, if Cousins is the answer, next season he comes back and shows more leadership skills. I, I know I, you touched on this. When Everson Griffin was out with his uh, personal problems, yeah. you said you saw Cousins more of a vocal leader. Yeah, he was. And, the, and then and, Griffin came back, and I think that changed. Yeah, at that point, he was playing well. The team was playing well. Could that be the problem? Uh, yeah, it, maybe. Maybe maybe that was the key. Maybe there was an opportunity there for a little locker room fight, so to speak. I don't think I don't think if I was even Kirk Cousins, I would want to take on Everson Griffin. But uh, oh, hell no. but but obviously there were some issues that happened happened there, and I think a lot of players, the team, were very, very concerned about Everson Griffin snapping on the team. They didn't know if it was going to happen on the field or in the locker room or what, but they were concerned something was going to happen. And he came back, and and uh, I don't know, I, I I just really got a, a bad feeling that that that's was uh, one of the biggest reasons for that. And and if that's the case, if if that caused a little bit. Uh, that's really unfortunate because that was an opportunity for Cousins to really be the leader of the team. And, and he is. I mean, that's the thing. He is the leader of the team, but be that vocal leader. I'm, I'm hoping he steps up and becomes that leader. I'm also hoping that maybe Griffin 
understands his role a little better next season. He might not even be here, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he's way overpaid for what he's doing now. He's on the wrong side of 30. I was on record last year of saying I would have traded him in the offseason last year when he had some value. When he had that value, we could have got something. I mean, you don't want to trade away all your stars. And at the time, he's probably still somewhat of a star. But he only had one good year left and maybe two tops. So if you can get a good pick for him, I mean, I always go back and, yes, I live in New England, and I always look what the Patriots did with Richard Seymour. They traded an old superstar to the Raiders for two first-round draft picks. That's how you stay relevant every year. You keep replenishing the pool of talent. Yeah. I mean, you take our team now. We have, on defense, the front four, they're stacked. Linebackers, two of them. We've read the Barza free agent. We'll get that later. But Kendricks, Barr, and whoever else. So two out of the three are stars. You go back to the secondary. Rhodes, Dirty Harry, Waynes. You had Sundayo, now you had Anthony Harrison. Three out of the four of those are superstars. So you have basically nine guys on defense that are superstars. Every year, they keep getting a year older. Yeah. At what point do you say, you know what? We have to replace this guy. We can't afford him. We can bring in someone almost just as good, but for three times less, so we can build something else. I mean, that defense is just way too much money. Yeah, no, I think the Vikings' uh, way of handling it is to to uh, ask them to take a pay cut and hold on to them as long as possible. <laughs> it's kind of been the, the model. But I mean, look with B-Rob. Well, if, if that... Okay, if that's the case, you, you go... They've got to change that philosophy, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, if not next year, the year after that, we'll be like those team in the league. And you're never going to win. And you can't trade these players anymore. I mean, you go into this offseason, you got Barr, who's a free agent. Uh, Sandeo's a free agent. I don't I don't think Sandeo will be back. Anthony Harris really stepped up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheldon Richardson, I, I don't think he's coming back. I, I think he we won't bring him back for the money he's going to want. Second half, his weaknesses showed. First half of the season, he was a beast. Again, this is just my opinion. You look at like Griffin, he's 31, 32. Yeah. Uh, definitely the wrong side of 30. He had his issues he had, but even his talent level is going down. So from there, we got to do something to free up some money to help the younger players along the line. It's not just the money, it's just the spots. I mean, the Vikings drafted what Jaleel Johnson, Jalen Holmes. Um, I'm missing a guy, top of my head. Someone else on the defensive line. Oh, Eddie Aduna, right? I am not even, I'm drawing a blank. I'm probably Sorry. saying his name wrong. But these guys have, have to get a chance. I don't, I don't care if their production is a little bit less, but if they're making $600,000 a year, whatever the hell the minimum is, that frees up money because they're not going to be that much worse. They've been on the team now for two years. 
and they barely had any any playing time. You got to get them out there. Yeah, I I think I think the 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 kind of the way things are transforming right now in the NFL is that you've got to have guys. Everybody's got to be a contributor. Everybody's got to be playing. Zimmer's when he first came in, you know, he wouldn't let any rookies play uh, at all. And uh, certainly this year that changed a little bit. You had some rookies that really stepped up, and as far as cornerbacks go, Great. Um, and and you got to have that. You got to have everybody contributing. If you got everybody on that team thinking that they've got going at some point going to contribute in that game and are looking for it, that's what you want. You don't want a guy that's coming in just because the other guy's either tired or or, or injured or banged up or something. You got to have everybody playing. You got to rotate, and, you, and, and it's got to be a total, total team effort. It's the only way. Absolutely. I mean, it, Absolutely. There's way too much money involved in all these guys to just have, you know, your 11, 15 guys uh, on defense and your and your 15 guys on offense. You need everybody. I agree with you 100. percent You know, even that rookie gets up there for four plays. Who knows what he's going to do in that four plays? He might give up a touchdown. He might get a sack and cover a fumble. Who knows? But he has to get out there and play. You're paying the guy, and you, you never know what you're going to have out of the guy. And in, in two years, like, for example, I'm going to use Everson Griffin again. He's too old now to play. And he's gone. He's overpriced, blah, blah, blah. Who's going to take a spot? Well, no one knows because no one has split. I mean, I, I love the kid, Tashawn Bauer. I, I think this kid is a Daniel Hunter clone. Yeah. Both at the same school. They're both the same physique. You know, Daniel Hunter was a, a stretch that needed to be developed. Well, Bauer is pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Get him out there. See what he can do. Yeah. You know, Weatherly stepped up. I like Weatherly. You know, bring, that, bring back Tom Johnson on, on a two-year contract. Yes, he's a little bit old, but he's still cheap. Yeah. You know, someone like Sheldon Richardson, you're not going to be able to afford. Griffin, you know, pay cut, whatever, I don't know. Trade. I mean, a lot of guys on this team are not going to be back next year. We don't know about Barr. We don't know about Rudolph, Sandeo. That's just a touch of, you know, James Murray. All these guys who have contributed this year are, are all unknowns. I mean, we can touch upon that uh, when we do our next show, which will probably be after the Super Bowl. So we can spend some time with the family before they get who we are. Yeah. What a bad thing. <laughs> you know, traveling, traveling all weekend and you know, go to these ex- exotic places that were sitting right beside the fire and throwing back quite a few. Uh, family forgets who we are, and to be fair, we, we forget who they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somewhat. No, I... I, I... I think some changes have to happen, and, and unfortunately, I don't even know what really what it is. It seems like there's there's been so many holes, so many paper cuts all year long that I, I don't know how you fix it. Um, but we can't go into the same old, same old next year. So maybe Stefanski's no. the the guy, or maybe it's just somebody that Zimmer can uh, somewhat control and do it and do it the way, do it his way. You know, I you see that. The trend is the younger guys and the the younger offensive coordinators, the younger uh, defensive guys, the younger head coaches. But uh, what they bring is uh, not this rigidness and and uh, 
I think we need a little bit of, of uh, a little bit of youth there in the coaching ranks. Maybe we just need a clean house. Well, I think next year if we don't do well, I, I can see Spillman and Zimmer gone from there. Who knows who the next head coach will be? Um, but there will be no uh, coach out there who's going and start the season more on the hot seat than Mike Zimmer. Uh, yeah. Not a chance. I mean, who else out there would well, be? There was a huge, huge amount of coaches lost their job this year. So I would say, yeah, I'd say you're right on with that. So it's going to be boom or bust, I guess. And if we bust, we're looking at, as Viking, older Viking fans, another four or five year window to even become remotely Talented, I don't know. I, uh, I think they might just trade away a bunch of players. Blah blah blah. If we we bust, yeah. Who knows? Ziggy might even sell a team. Who knows? <laughs> that uh, I would <laughs> if it was me. Wouldn't you? Oh, I don't know. If you're Ziggy Wilf, you've invested a lot of money in this team. Yes, you made a lot of money coming back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he would. There's there's too much invested in there in the city, and, and, and the infrastructure, all that stuff. There's no way he's gonna sell it. They're real estate guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. They 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 know what they have. It doesn't matter what happens on the field, right? I, I guess when you take away all the parking lots for tailgating and you know make people come inside to spend twelve dollars for a beer and a burger yeah. each. Uh, eventually, the blue-collar workers like you and I won't be going to games anymore. Yeah. Now, if 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 the if if Ziggy starts selling stuff off, th there's some red flags, and then people better 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 wake up, because uh, I mean, if that's going to happen, the NFL is going to go down the tanks, too. I mean, not saying that the the Vikings going down the tank is going to control the whole NFL, but I think the NFL product right now. Is, is on some shaky ground. It's been on shaky ground for a few years, and uh, people are going to quit watching. There's a lot, a lot of money that those guys are making on the field, and, uh, boy, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it spending all that money going to a game and buying all the gear. You can't bring your family to a game. God, no. I can't. Free least paycheck. Got like 72 kids, what would you expect? Well, <laughs> a couple, six, but, you know... <laughs> It, it uh, but you can't. You can't bring your family to a game. It's not a. It's tough going, you know, for one person to a game, spending hundred dollars plus for a ticket, for three hours. Yeah, we kidding. But actually, our shots are here. What do you say we raise the glass? Yeah, let's do a skull toast. All right, this is this is to us, no one else. There's no there's no Viking <laughs> players that I'm doing a, a skull toast to. Uh, this is to us. Yeah, there's Slancha, brother. School. Slancha. 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 I'm an Irishman. Oh. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Oh, burnt. Two more, please. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Where were we? The team sucks. 
It's really, I don't remember if anyone's still listening at this point. No, uh, really, we just, uh, everybody's at a loss, you know, it's just kind of the way it is. We just, we have no idea how to fix it. It's not one thing. It's not, oh, we just need a quarterback and, and there we are. Now it's like, we're sitting, we're sitting here talking like we need a new coach and we need a new defense and we need a new offense. That just downright sucks. At least we don't need a new kicker. Uh, actually, Bailey's a free agent. Oh, is he? Great. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go again. I'm sure we'll draft another one high. Well, that, that's the Walsh effect. I mean, they moved up to grab, grab Carlson, and, and he had some butterfly at the beginning of the season. But I think after we cut him and he signed up for Raiders, I think he only missed one kick the rest of the year. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, he, he, you know, he was doing very well. Mm-hmm. But because of the Walsh effect, they cut him. They didn't give him any patience because we're a Super Bowl team, supposedly. Yeah, um, and we won't be picking up Cody Parkey next year when the Bears cut him. No, well, you never know. <laughs> you never know with this team. Um, should they have waited a little more on Carlson? I think so. I, I think yeah. I said it at the time. I thought it was an overreaction, and I still I'll stick to that. I also oh, felt absolutely. there was, was nothing they 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 know they couldn't do anything. I mean, obviously, you had to do something. I mean, he, his confidence level was shot at that point. Um, so your, your kind of hands were tied with that. But I think they overreacted in the very beginning of the season uh, drafting him. You know, I mean, you were the, the kicking game is, was the kicking game at, at the time. I don't think you needed to draft that guy at that point because that's pretty much saying you're going to be the guy. And if you're going to draft a guy like that, you stick through it no matter what. Right? I mean, that was, what, game two? Yeah. Game two. But he... <laughs> shows you how desperate, I don't, I don't shows you how desperate they were. And, and, and we, they must have known something more than, than, than they were letting on. If they were so concerned about the kicking game in week two? Well, maybe it's just Zimmer just beats his players up mentally and they can't perform for him. I, I don't know. Because he went to Oakland and played on a Gruden and didn't miss. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, other players, you know, look at Filippo. I mean, I haven't heard his name being mentioned around the league at all for head coaches or offensive coordinators. So maybe he wasn't that good. Yeah. Maybe he still isn't that good. I don't know. We'll find out in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I, I I don't know. They need they need help. They 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 brought back Stefanski as the OC. Is he the right guy? God, I hope so. That's the answer. Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. Do you know? No, I I don't. And uh, it's and it's a really tricky situation to figure out. Cause let's say the the Vikings go into next year and they're just phenomenal on offense. Uh, and, and we discovered that really the, the deal was that, that Zimmer is the issue. Well, what, then what happens, <laughs> you know? Or, or if they really suck, and then boom, we clear house of everybody. It's, we're, it just, <laughs> it's like a vacuum. <laughs> Sorry. It is. I'm sure this is just it, terrible it is. Uh, to listen to, but it... <clears throat> I mean, maybe Stefanski is the answer. We're praying he is, but... If I ran that team, if I was Spielman, 
I would have probably asked Mike McCarthy to come on board as the offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach because if Zimmer, if the team tanked next year, I, I could have fired Zimmer and just promoted McCarthy to head coach. Hmm. Yeah, probably not the most popular answer right now because he's a former Packer coach. But the guy knows he's this offense. This is the same offense he basically ran in Green Bay. He had a would had a had a year under his belt with this team, and he knows Green Bay, and he knows the North. You would so have, he he you would have done that this year. Yes, you would have brought him in. I would have. Hmm. I, I don't see him getting any head coaching opportunities this year. Well, now he, team, he, he, yeah. he wanted the Jets, but the Jets are going with Gase. I heard. Well, now he said he's going to take a year off. Well, everyone says that when there's no job opportunities. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I suppose if you if you're a, a Spielman and you and you take on somebody like that, that's pretty much sending a shot across uh, Zimmer's bow. And and so maybe in response to that, maybe he doesn't. But um, so I guess you know what I'm. That. I guess so. I guess what happens next year, Zimmer decides to quit middle season. But I don't think he even said it. I don't think he's the guy that's going to quit. He's not going to do it. No, he's not going to quit. But if a team is, I don't know, let's say three and six, three and five halfway through the season, what do you do? The team's not going to turn around on Zimmer. I'm sorry. Zimmer's had his chance now. I loved the past tense. I loved Zimmer. I love what he brought here. Mm -hmm. I loved his defensive knowledge and the way he stepped up this defense. But I, I don't know if he's maybe just too stubborn to be a head coach because this team's done nothing other than last year for him. No, uh, they haven't. They've had their moments. They've had their spot. And he certainly came in and changed the culture defensively here, which we needed. But I think there was some perception of, of he's just he's just the best quarter or the best coach out there. And uh, somewhat similar, I mentioned this maybe last year, the similar to the, the Teddy effect. That where where Teddy just I know you're 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 one of those guys. No, it's the Teddy effect where all of a sudden I mean I remember at training camp uh, there were people chanting Teddy 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 and he hadn't even really been on the field. He obviously hadn't been on the field for a, for a game yet, and uh, people are already chanting his name, and and so it wasn't earned. And uh, I don't know if Zimmer's really earned it. He earned it as a coordinator defensively and all those things, but you've got to earn uh, the head coaching position. You got to earn respect of not only the defensive guys, but also the offensive guys. And, and I think he's failed in that respect. I agree. But I also think it's time to do some more shots that he showed up. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Another shot? Sure. Right. Totally. We're getting plastered to this show. This, this show's called Thor's Hammered. Hammered for years. Special edition. All right, brother. <laughs> Slancher. Skull. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Oh. All right, that's the first one. It's the second one. Ready? <laughs> second one. I ain't ready for this one. 
Excuse me. Burns a bit. I like that, though. I'm not driving, though, so don't worry about it. Yeah, that's all right. We're going to stumble out of here. Stumbled in. Why not? <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's talk playoffs. All right. Um, everyone at home, this is going to be our final show until after the Super Bowl. So we're going to go with some Super Bowl predictions here. And then after Super Bowl, we'll, we'll come back and address what we touched up on for next season. Hope everyone joins us for that, too. All right, Papa, you want to go first? I don't. You? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right. a half a table. Uh, so what do you want to know? Who's going to represent the uh, NFC? Who are you picking in the finals? I think both the number yeah. one and two seeds lose. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to the Super Bowl? I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think they ride just like they did last year. Uh, <laughs> you don't. Now you're shaking your head. That's right. I'm going to. I'm going to say the Eagles on the on the NFC side, and I'm going to. I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, on the AFC side, and uh, I'm hoping for a, a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. I don't know about hope, but <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm with you on the Chiefs, but I, I I think the Saints go. Yeah, that's a trendy pick. I regret that the uh, yeah the number one seed blah blah blah, but they're tough at home. Yeah, they're very tough to beat at home. It's because they got all that voodoo going on down there. Yeah, but uh, the Saints, their defense is underrated. They really are. They, they, they'll give up points, they'll give up yards, but they always seem to get a turnover at the right time. They really do. So I, I kind of like that. They create turnovers, which I like even more. But and when their offense is on, they're un, untouchable. Maybe the Rams, but yeah. yeah. So Saints, Chiefs, Super Bowl for me. And I think the... Atlanta, right? On turf? It's yep, it's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Saints take it. All right. Well we might have to bet that pitcher of beer that I owe you. All right. <laughs> I I can't do beer right now. I've had like yeah, five, five six shots at me already. <laughs> and two drinks. And we got another round coming real soon. Yeah. We better end the show before we get too looped. Yeah, well, I'm going to go get some fresh air, come back and surround the fireplace and kill kill a few more. Yeah. You with me? Sounds good. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you after the Super Bowl. Happy New Year. Skull. Skull. Skull, skull, skull.